Let's, uh, let's get into our, our uh, message this morning, a series. We're doing a series um, that we're calling Advent, the Gifts of Jesus. And today, the gift of joy. Life is full of disappointments and uh, bumps and bruises and sad times. You know, uh, some of them are worse than others. Some of them are minor. Some of them are, are very devastating. Um, when I was in the Air Force, I, I held the rank of Master Sergeant, or E-7, in 2010, I was approaching time to retire from uh, the Air Force Reserve. I hadn't decided when yet. Um, it was uh, going to be soon, though. I, I thought maybe I'd go a few more years, maybe stay till I was 55 uh, to get out, but I hadn't decided for sure when I was going to retire. Um, I had been in uh, the Air Force, uh, uh, both active and reserve, for 30 years at that point in 2010. Uh, uh, but before I retired, I, I, I hoped to gain one more rank uh, to become a senior master sergeant or an E-8. I knew I'd never make chief, uh, chief master sergeant, E-9, but, but I had a real chance to make senior. Uh, one of the requirements of making senior master sergeant was that I needed to take the senior NCO academy course. Um, now, if you were active duty, you would actually go to the school uh, and you would take it in-house, in residence, and you would stay there for six or eight weeks or ever how long it was uh, at the course. But reservists, uh, you know, we're, we're just part-time military, and so uh, we, most of the time we weren't able to just take six or eight weeks off and go to a school somewhere. So, uh, so they allowed us to take the course by correspondence, uh, which meant completing several books of study and then taking tests uh, at the end of each of those books. Well, uh, for me, uh, the test that I would take would be at Seymour Johnson Air Force Base in Goldsboro. So each time I, I, I would finish a book of study, I would schedule the test at the testing center there, and then I'd study for it. Then I'd go to Seymour and take the test. Uh, there, I can't remember exactly how many tests, four or five uh, tests that I had to take for the whole course. And one by one, I completed them and passed them. Uh, in, in, including the final one. I completed the final one and took the final test and I passed it uh, and I completed my last requirement. There were many others, but I completed my last requirement for senior master sergeant and then I just looked forward to sewing that thing on uh, real soon. I left Seymour Johnson Air Force Base that day uh, with a great big smile on my face. Wow, you know, you know, you know that sense of accomplishment when you, when you finish something that, that you worked hard on um, uh, I was very thankful that I was able to successfully complete the course. And when I got back to Wilson that very same day, I received a phone call from one of my captains at my unit at, at Fort Meade, Maryland, where, where I did my duty. Um, uh, and he said to me, he said, Master Sergeant Woolard, I, I'm calling to let you know that when we put you in for your promotion to Senior Master Sergeant, we were informed that your high year tenure for enlistment in the Air Force is 33 years, which will be up in December of 2012. Now, I didn't know what a high year tenure was, so, uh, uh, but I discovered that a high year tenure uh, of 33 years means that no one can stay in the Air Force for more than 33 years. I don't know if that's active duty also, but it was true for the reserve. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a limit on how many years you could stay uh, in, in the service. In addition, the captain told me that in order to be promoted, 
I had to have at least three years retainability in the new rank that I would put on. I had to be able to serve as a senior master sergeant for at least three years. And because I would essentially be forced out of the, the Air Force in two years, I would not be able to be promoted. Uh, now, the captain was very disappointed uh, to have to tell me that. I remember how, how bad he felt because he personally had worked very hard to try to help me get my promotion. But I can tell you this too, he was nowhere near as disappointed as I was because I had worked hard to try to achieve this, to, to, to take the Senior NCO Academy course. I'd studied hard and all the effort I went to to go over there and take all those tests. Uh, and the very day, the very day that I celebrated passing that course, I was told that promotion was not possible. <laughs> What great timing. My hope for putting, putting on that seventh stripe disappeared. Uh, you know, life is full of disappointments, isn't it? It, 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 it? It's, you know, like not getting a promotion. Maybe some of you have been turned down on promotions before, and you know how that feels. You know, life is also filled with sad times. It's filled with, with suffering. Uh, it's filled with trials. You know, we, we've all experienced them, and many of them are much worse than just not getting a promotion. And, and the sad truth is that, that, that that's a part of living in this fallen world that we all live in. Because, because sin entered the world way back in the Garden of Eden, we read about in Genesis, there is suffering in this world. And the only way to truly escape that suffering for good, is when we leave this world to spend eternity with God. And we talked about hope, the hope of that, which is one of the gifts of Advent. The hope that we're going to be in the presence of God one day and there'll be no more crying and no more tears and no more phone calls that tell you you don't get promoted. Um, but thankfully, when Jesus was born in a stable in Bethlehem, he not only brought us salvation, which is the, the most wonderful gift, to rescue us from our sin, the sin that caused this fallen world. Uh, but he also came to bring us something that can help us through the disappointments and the trials that we all face living in this fallen world. That gift is called joy. It's called joy. And it's found, uh, we read about it in the same message that we've been reading all along. John, John read, I think, a little bit of it just a few minutes ago, um, uh, when the angel came to tell the shepherds about the gifts that were coming their way, we've talked about two of them so far, hope and peace, and today, joy. Let's read about it again, Luke chapter 2, 8 through 11. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified or sore afraid, as the King James says. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now, joy could be defined as finding a way to be happy or to have peace, to be content even when things don't go your way. 
You know, everyone in this room, uh, I'm sure, I'm competent, has experienced days when things didn't go your way. Maybe yours was this morning, (laughs) Uh, or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, But we've all had them. We've all had them. In big ways and small ways, we've experienced sadness and disappointment, uh, grief, pain, sickness, rejection, betrayal. We've all been there. Sometimes things don't go our way because of a choice that somebody else made. Uh, Somebody lied to us. Somebody was unfaithful to us. Uh, Somebody said or did something that hurt us in some way. Um, We've we've had bad days because of something somebody else did. Sometimes things don't go away because we, we are the ones that made the bad choice. We're the one that lied or we're the one that hurt somebody. Um, we're the one that caused the disappointment, e- either to somebody else or to ourselves, because of a choice we made. You know, how many of us would love to go back and live some days over and then choose something different? I, I, I can name several that I would like to do that. And then sometimes things don't go our way because of the, what I just said a minute ago. We, li- we live in a fallen world filled with, with things that happen because our world is broken. You know, think about natural disasters. How many people are killed or hurt or property is destroyed because of a hurricane uh, down in Florida this past year? A lot of people lost their home completely, everything. Uh, we always hear about tornadoes during that time of year and floods, a lot of floods this year, earthquakes, uh, blizzards this time of year. Uh, nobody calls that, you know, that's just part of living in this world. Our world is filled with disease that takes people's lives, young people's lives sometimes, you know, accidents that come unexpectedly um, because of uh, a bad choice in driving, uh, just, uh, uh, you know, th- those kind of things change our lives forever, unexpectedly. Economies that fail, people lose their jobs. Our fallen world can make our life really, really bad sometimes, you know, and, and thankfully all of our days aren't bad, right? Isn't that good to know that we, we, we don't have to experience a bad day every day but some of our days are aren't they some of them are really bad so what what do we do when things don't go our way well god gives us something wonderful that can help it's called joy it's called joy well what does joy look like can we uh, pick it up and hold it sometimes i guess um is it ice cream uh and candy canes is it the pleasure that comes from your team winning? Uh, when when uh, when you're the champ, uh, maybe a fun day at the beach or a pleasant evening with a book uh, or a movie, a new relationship, a better relationship that replaced that old relationship, the bad one. Uh, is that joy? Those kind of things are those kind of things joy? Uh, something good that takes the sting out of a bad thing that happens for a moment? Not really. I don't, that's not really what joy is. You know, those kinds of things are good. They're, they're not bad in any way, shape, or form. Um, ice cream is always good, right? <laughs> Can you think of a time where you, when, you, when you thought, ugh, ice cream? Um, it does help sometimes, just for a few minutes, right? 
But it doesn't last because, you know, Jackie and I enjoy this, uh, these uh, ice cream sandwiches, and they're so good, but then they're gone. <laughs> Um, uh, they, they, they don't last and before long maybe you, had, you get a stomachache uh, and then your bad day whatever you ate the ice cream for is still there no joy is not dependent on any kind of earthly pleasure uh, that we might experience in fact here's the cool thing about joy we can have joy even if there's no earthly pleasure at all in our lives um, because joy doesn't come from a store. <laughs> joy doesn't come from this world. Uh, it doesn't come from our circumstances. Remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about love and that the source of love is not the world. The source of love is God because God is love and the same is true for joy. Joy doesn't come from the world. Joy comes from God. Paul wrote this to the, the Christians in, in Philippi. Philippians 4, verse 4, always be thankful because you belong to the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me, always be joyful because you belong to the Lord and thankful too. Uh, I will say it again, be joyful, be joyful. Always be joyful, why? Because you belong to the Lord. Joy comes from uh, and to followers of Jesus. It comes to people who know Jesus as their Savior because they know Jesus, they can have joy. And one of the things that, that brings followers of Jesus joy is, is the same thing that gave the Israelites joy back in the Old Testament. God's promises. It's God's promises many times that give us this joy, even in the midst of a bad day. You know, no matter how low the Israelites got, e even if uh, if, if it was their fault because they were low, because of their unfaithfulness, um, because of they were being evil in the sight of the Lord, um, they could know that if they would just turn back to God, if they would just turn back to God and listen to the prophets that came to them, um, God would bless them. They could know that that was going to happen because they could look back in their history and see every time they came back to the Lord, God blessed them. Uh, and, you know, if, if they thought about that, they could find joy in that. You know, guys, all we got to do is turn back to God and we'll be blessed. Um, they could find joy knowing if they put God first, God would bless them. And the same is true for us. The very same thing is true for us. Jesus said in Matthew 6, and 34, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Hear that again. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and what's going to happen if you'll do that all these things and if you read the context of that passage all these things are your daily needs food shelter clothing all these things will be given to you seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things the things you need to survive in life every day will be given to you as well jesus said that therefore and this is this is the the great verse here do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trials of its own maybe we get laid off uh, maybe the bills are piling up uh, maybe uh, we have no idea what we're going to do where a source of income is going to come what are we going to do things aren't going our way right now 
Probably most of us have been there before. Well, God promised, if you'll put me first, Mark, if you'll put me first in your life and my righteousness and seek to live the way I want you to live, I will take care of your basic needs. Now, maybe you won't have, you know, abundance of, of wealth, but I will take care of your basic needs. You'll have what you need to live. Um, God will help you find a new job. Uh, he'll send your spiritual family to help you out, to help you stem the tide until you can get back on your feet. We can find joy, just like the Israelites did. We can find joy in the promise that God made that he would take care of us. What about times of, of loss or times of, uh, in our lives when our lives are in turmoil due, due to some kind of a sickness that we or a loved one has? Or maybe struggling in a marriage or, or being betrayed by a loved one. Those kind of tough times in our lives. How can joy be found when life just stinks because of something somebody else did? Um, it's not always easy during those times, and I'm, I'm not up here try to try to tell you that joy is so easy to have, you know, because sometimes it's a challenge to focus on God's promises and, and then find that joy. But it is there for all of us to have because God promised this, Romans 8, verse 28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. This week, uh, Rick Carter came into my office and he wanted to tell me uh, about how he was feeling about things. Uh, many of you know that Rick recently was diagnosed with cancer uh, and it's in several places in his body and he's going through treatment right now. And he wanted to tell me that he wasn't worried about it. You know, he wanted to tell me that that the things we've been talking about during this series, hope and peace and today joy, um, love, he's embracing those things. And, he's, and he said, you know, God's got this thing. God, God's got this thing. No matter what happens, I'm not worried about it. He said, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not worried about yesterday. He said, I'm not even worried about today. <laughs> joy can give all of us that in times like that. And I, and I told Rick that I was very encouraged by his example. With Celebrate Recovery, which starts January the 18th, coming up in just a, a couple of weeks, uh, we plan to offer people in our community an opportunity to know the joy of Christ despite the hurt, habit, or hang-up that they're going through right now, that they're experiencing, despite their struggle with chemical, chemical dependency or with codependency that they're, they're, they're dealing with. Uh, they can get through this and they can recover and they can find joy even in the midst of the pain that they've been experiencing, many of them for years. Despite the pain that you and I have experienced, joy can be found in knowing that God will bring good out of every situation, no matter what. And looking for it until we find it can be a joyful experience. Where, I don't know how in the world, Lord, joy could be found in this circumstance that I'm in right now. Show it to me. Surprise me, Lord. Help me see where the good is, and he'll show it to you. 
and that will be joyful in and of itself. And then celebrating that when you find it, that can bring you joy. Wow, there it is. There's the good. Uh, by maybe you, you, you see that a life has been changed for the good because of that circumstance. Uh, or family was drawn closer together. Um, eyes were opened to previously hidden or ignored truths. Um, I, I could see that happening in Celebrate Recovery. Uh, just, wow, I, I never thought it could be like this uh, in recovery through Christ. There's blessings there. There's joy to be found. You know, there are so many other promises that can bring us joy that we read in God's word. Uh, we will never be tempted beyond what we can bear. Uh, that should bring us joy. If, if we ask for forgiveness when we sin, God will give it to us. We don't have to wonder, oh, no, God, God are you, are you going to forgive this one? This one was bad. Yes, <laughs> he's going to forgive it no matter what. Um, the Holy Spirit lives in us. He gives us strength, guidance, wisdom when we ask for it. It's there as a promise. We can find joy in that. The, the greatest promise that we have is one that, that was given to the Israelites. And that, of course, is the promise of Jesus that brings us joy let's read that prophecy in isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and 7 and we've read part of this every week so far too but a little bit more today for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end no end to the peace. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. You know, Israel, you need to know, as, as Isaiah tells them, a child will be born to you that's going to change everything. It's going to change everything for eternity. Not just for a few moments. He will not be anything like current or past leaders. Even great current or past leaders like David. Uh, because he, he will be a miraculous leader. He will be God, yet he will still be at the same time your father. He will bring peace. Not temporary peace, but lasting peace that will last forever, for eternity. Because he will rule forever. And that ruler will come, and you will know him. Your people will know him. You know, no matter how bad things look right now, know that one day the ruler is going to make it all right. This, new, this ruler that's coming is going to make it all right, Israel. And you and I have that very same promise today, except ours is even better than Israel's. Because for you and me, that someday is today. We're 2,000 years ago, and today... It's already come. We don't have to wait for it like Israel did. Jesus was born. And he grew to manhood. He gave his perfect life for all of us on the cross. Made it possible for us to have peace with God. Right now. So that no matter what happens to us in this life, no matter how many bad days you and I have, and we've had many, we can know that if we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, we will experience a perfect peace that will last for eternity. 
I didn't get promoted to senior master sergeant uh, at the end of my career, and, and I did. I was forced to retire in December of 2012. Um, but as disappointing as all that was for me at the time, because I wasn't ready to retire, I was still enjoying being uh, in the military. Um, Despite the disappointment, retirement has been, military retirement has been a blessing for Jackie and me. Um, when, when I turned 60 three years ago, uh, for retired reserve and National Guard members, in other words, retired part-time military people, uh, you don't get your retirement benefits until you turn age 60. An active duty person will get their benefits immediately after they retire, but if you're an act, a reservist or a National Guard, you have to wait till you're 60 before you get your benefits. Uh, but when I turned 60, I started receiving uh, my retirement benefits. And I can tell you it's been truly a, a blessing for, for us. And, and it will be for the rest of our lives. God has blessed us in so many ways. And, uh, and, uh, and he's given us joy despite the many disappointments that we've all had. The trials. And so, are things not going your way today? Uh, you want some relief from that? It's not Rolaids. It's uh, some of you younger people are like, what? what are you talking about? You want some relief from your bad day, your bad days? Find the joy that comes because of Advent. Because of Advent. Because Jesus came. No matter what you're facing in your life, stop and think about the promises that are yours because you know Jesus. Your salvation, uh, hope, the hope we talked about, peace, uh, the, the, the peace with God, peace with others, peace with yourself. The promise that, that some good can come from any circumstance, no matter what it is that you're experiencing right now. The promise that God will be by your side, even living inside of you, ready and willing to forgive no matter what you do. God loves you no matter what. No matter what. So think of those promises of God and find joy in them. Jesus brought joy to the world. Joy to the world. It's always there for you when you know God's wonderful promises and trust him to keep them. Father, I thank you so much for joy. It's a, it's a beautiful word, and we, you see it everywhere this time of year, uh, but do we really understand what it means? Uh, it's, it's more than just ice cream, Lord. It's, it's just your promises in our lives in good and bad times. Um, and ultimately for eternity. So, Father, help us to look for those moments of joy, those promises, those blessings that come our way no matter what, uh, even when we're having a bad day. So I thank you, Father, for the joy of Jesus, and we ask it in his name. Amen.